0: I don't know how to start this podcast today. Um I don't know if I want to break tradition and start with the, the positive team or kick into a team that has been very frustrating to watch. Let's, let's start with the bad and work with the good. This is the Bottom of the Table podcast where we follow last year's last place losers, which is the Melbourne Renegades in cricket, the Golden State Warriors, and the NBA. We are brought to you by Glenn German Sports in association with FontyTees.com. Let's start the show. Let's talk the Melbourne Renegades first, then talk the awesomeness that is the Golden State Warriors. Let's go! Glenn German Sports presents Bottom of the Table. You are listening to the Bottom of the Table podcast. The podcast where we jump on last year's losers or the team that came in last place last year. We jump on their bandwagon and follow them all season long. Currently, we're doing this with two teams, the Melbourne Renegades... And the BBL Cricket from Australia or Australia and also the Golden State Warriors in the NBA in the United States. We follow the teams as they ride the highs, lows and everything in between. I am the host, thanks for listening. Let's start today with the Melbourne Renegades, the team that has been the envy of my side in this podcast experiment because whenever I go to watch them, Holy shit, they suck. Well, they sort of didn't really suck this week because we actually finally picked up a win, but boy, oh boy, was it hard because it came down to the second to last ball to win the game. It was a interesting watch and watching these Melbourne Renegades games, you go through all the emotions, the highs the lows and everything in between. So it's very fitting. Let's start with them. Since the last podcast, The Melbourne Renegades had two games and they were both against the Adelaide Strikers. Game one against Adelaide was absolutely terrible. We bowled and fielded first. The first 10 overs were okay. The second 10 overs were absolutely terrible because we loosened up and Adelaide just smashed us around the park. Our Our batting target was 171. So we came out there prepared to chase down one of the biggest scores that we would have chased down this season. And we failed miserably. We got 111 all out. Our batting performance was absolutely crap. And even the commentators were commentating where they were saying we've got all this talent and nothing's clicking. What exactly is going on? If you were watching the outpour on Twitter, Everybody wanted the Melbourne Renegades to leave the competition. It was terrible because at that point, we had lost seven in a row. That was our seventh loss in a row. The second game though, boy oh boy. Holy shit. What an enjoyable watch because it played out somewhat similar to the first match against Adelaide. The second match against Adelaide. We bowled first yet again, and we actually had to chase a bigger score after Adelaide's 20 overs, 177. We did that. Yes, our betting, well, okay, so our betting absolutely sucked, except the hero of the match hit 71 not out to actually save us and bring us home with two balls to spare that hero was Muhammad Nabi he was the player of the match and without his 71 we would have absolutely crumbled again but in saying that we actually got a win so we we finally won a game and there was not joyous (laughs) celebrations on Twitter everybody was just like wow we nearly lost that game what is going on with our betting because before Muhammad went in there, our, our top order just collapsed and it was just, it's. if you watch it and you're following, you look at these players and you're like, you have got God-given talent to go out there and this is your craft, this is what you do as a profession. But if nothing's working, boy oh boy, why can't we just get rid of you and bring somebody else in and look to move towards the future? because. Some of the openers we've got and even the third and second, uh, sorry, third and fourth batsmen's coming in. When you're putting up scores like 2, one, ten, yeah, you might as well just not be there. But the positive was we played two matches this week. We lost one and won one. So yes, we finally got a win on the board. So this coming week, we only have one game. It's a Thursday night game from Australia. It's against the Brisbane Heat. So they're two spots ahead of us on the table. They currently played eight matches and have a four and four record. We have played a total of nine matches, have a two and seven record. And you guessed it, we are currently sitting bottom of the table. <laughs> so we hope that with the time off and preparation, we can finally fix our batting order. Get some practice in and beat the Brisbane Heat and actually get ourselves off that bottom position so we can actually try and improve on the free wins that we got last year because currently we're two and seven, we're worse than last year. So let's see what happens. That is our Melbourne Renegades report. Now it's time to go to America and see how the Golden State Warriors are doing. So since the last podcast, the Warriors had four games. It was a rematch against the Blazers, the Kings, then two games against the Clippers. And we ended up winning three of those games and we lost one. Now let's recap those four games. The Blazer game. We won that game 173 to 122. However, that game will go down as the game where Steph Curry just went ham on everybody dropping 62 points. If you want to watch Curry somewhat at his best in relation to the Curry of old, you need to watch this game. I say the Curry of old, but you know he's not he's not over the hill yet, but it's just him Dominating his presence and dropping 62 on the Blazers, and he brought us home the win. The next match was against the Sacramento Kings, and we actually won that again 137 to 106. Now, it was the same score as that we made against the Blazers, but this time Curry only had 30 points. Um, however, six other players double figures in relation to scoring so while Curry wasn't actually as dominant as he was in the Blazers game he had the support and the backup picked up their socks and actually carried the team as well so we could actually get the win the third game it was a close one but we lost it 101 to 108 against the Clippers seven points in the game it was a good game to watch however we just couldn't bring it home at the very end I mean, we were trailing somewhat from the outset, but it wasn't to say that the Clippers were completely dominating us, it was just the ball didn't fall our way throughout the game, put it that way. It was a close one, nothing to feel bad about. But then we finally got our revenge on the Clippers for losing that first game there, because we came back, it was 115-105, to Curry came out, dropped 38 points, and was basically just going, look at me now, I'm just here, I'm just going to control this game, and he did that. Again, a very good game to watch. These, these Golden State Warriors games are actually really interesting games because the team support is amazing. You've got Wiggins Wiseman, Albreu Jr., um, Pascal, just coming in and actually helping Steph Curry out. And it's amazing to see that, yes, while Curry may go ham in one game and drop 32 points in another game, you've got all the support pieces on the team working together for the common goal, and it's awesome. I do have to say that Draymond Green, I don't know what's happening with him because he's getting the minutes. He's been somewhat proactive on the field, but... Compared to what he was dropping, like the, the stats he was dropping last year in the year before, they're very, very, very low. So I don't know what's happening there, but it's still interesting to watch. So between now and the next podcast, we have four games. We have the Raptors, which are 13th in the East. We have the Pacers, which are first in the East. That will be a hard game to play and win. We then have the Nuggets, which are 12th in the West. And then we have the suns which have a second in the west as well so two of those games are going to be really hard against the pacers and the suns because those teams are just on fire at the moment the raptors we should win easy the nuggets will be a close one but i reckon we'll get home quite well in that one i'm predicting that we're going to go two or two solely because i don't know how we're going to cope against the pacers or the suns but if we can go three three and one awesome and if we can go four and zero that's even better but we got four games to look forward to before the next podcast year to date our team sitting at nine played five wins four losses we're fifth in the west and that is awesome because last year we came last in the west at the moment my team yes My team, the Minnesota Timberwolves are currently last in the West. We're having another dreadful year, oh my gosh. But that is the Golden State Warriors. They're trucking along really well, I mean, to win three out of those four. And I said last week that we would drop the Blazers game and we'd win the other three. So I'm happy with the results. The team is trucking along fine in the games. I find everybody's out there trying to win. And as I said, if we go two from two this week, I'm happy. If we pick up wins over the Pacers or the Suns, I'm even more happier. But we can't lose against the Raptors or the Nuggets. So there you have it. That is our show for this week. Feel free to comment, share, like, follow us on our socials. We're at Twitter, at Glenn Jarman. Also tune in to the second podcast that Glenn Jarman Sports does in association with FontyTees.com, that is Trust in the Coin, where we're covering off the NFL wildcard series and continuing to flip the coin to allow Lady Luck to determine our sporting picks as the NFL season rolls on in the playoffs. Thank you for listening, and until next time, come jump on the bandwagon with us.